There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Living Room Logic. This is Spread the Good, a weekly mini-series brought to you by Living Room Logic, where we talk about things like the progress to normalcy during the COVID-19 pandemic how important it is to be compassionate and answer questions from our socials at living room logic come find us to join the conversation everyone welcome back to another episode of spread the good how are you getting on this week the first thing that we want to cover as always is andrew you've been chatting with enfit you're working with enfit what the heck is going on this week Honestly, it's been a quiet week. There hasn't been a lot of movement in a lot of different directions. Mm. Uh, the The most important things have stayed either steady or gone down case-wise. Like we've had the number of cases drop down from 139 in hospital to 126. That's Wonderful. fab. That's great. Uh, number of cases in ICU has dropped down from 44 to 34. Mm-hmm. Again, absolutely fabulous. The daily cases, however, are slightly rising. You know, we're kind of between that 400 to 500 cases a day range and they're slightly going up, which, you know, we've been I've been saying every week this is expected. You open up the country, more people see each other. These things are bound to happen. That's Mm -hmm. how it works. Mm -hmm. And it's gone up roughly from about 128 per 100,000 last week to 130 per 100,000 this week. Okay. Not a huge jump. And it is just to keep in mind that as things open up, we will expect to see an increase. But the important thing is, is that the most at risk population are now nearly they're they're all really vaccinated. The people who were going into hospitals and ICU. So you'll see cases go up, but you'll probably continue to see hospitalizations and ICUs go down. That's fantastic. Vaccinations had a smash of a week. Like last week, we were at like 27.3%. And this week, we're at 31.5%. Jesus. Um, it's probably, yeah. Oh, a huge 4% jump in one week. That's fab. That's a huge increase. Like That is unreal. Yeah, it's great. And like, I remember there was a few weeks ago where we were like, oh, yeah, we, we got 10,000 vaccinations in a day. That's great. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, 15,000. And then last Wednesday, we got 45,000 vaccinations in one day done. Wow. So that's fabulous. That's great. The pace uh, is continuing, isn't it, to pick up? Yeah, it, it's continuing. And there's loads of really like, uh, there's loads of really interesting uh, ideas being floated around of like, 24-7 vaccination clinics where they'll literally be like yeah do you want to come in and get vaccinated at 3am and I'm like kind of a yeah. walking <laughs> type of thing well not a walk-in type of thing but instead they basically schedule it so it would be going all the time rather oh than God, just between yeah. like 9 and 6 or something to like go all the time this mad. means that people would have to go out I, but like, I think it'd be an optional thing if 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 it would mean I'd get it faster, sure, I, I'd get days. up at three a.m., cycle to a vaccination center, and come home and just sleep yeah, through the just like ta- taxi it, taxi yeah. it to the center, get it done four o'clock in the morning. Happy days, yeah. I, I guess you're you're potentially 
doubling the amount of the efficiency. You're doubling it. Exactly. And like that's, you know, I think they're trying to open up every limiting factor and get rid of it and uh, loads of stuff like that. Really cool. And like this week, we're seeing like loads of freedoms coming back, you know, like and people really need to use it. Use these freedoms. Go meet people outdoors. Go for walks. Go to parks. Go doing all these things like go and relish in both of your newfound social awkwardness of your underdeveloped (laughs) ability to socialize after a year of not seeing each other. Yeah. Everyone's so looking forward to having a conversation. And I guarantee you, after about nine minutes, you'll both realize, oh, I'm bad at this. (laughs) So relish it. But so is the other person. And so it makes me feel a little bit easier. You know? Yeah, exactly. So relish it. It's good. It, it's lovely to have this because I'd, you know, I'd much rather have this social awkwardness than I'd have what I've had the last year, which is social isolation. isolation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. much, much preferred. And there's loads of stuff. Domestic travels back. You know what? Go drive to a beach. Go drive to a mountain anywhere you want and go for a hike. Go for a walk. This is good stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And Go play sport again. If you played sport, go back. This is great. It, it'll get you outdoors. You'll get to chat to people. You'll get to run. Every Everyone is now unfit. So it's great. You could potentially <laughs> be the fastest person on your team yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's at a level playing field now. And just, enjoy, yeah. So it's good to have these things coming back. It's good to have things to look forward to and just relish in it. And outdoors, outdoors, outdoors is the kind of message of May. Just go outside. Just go outside and meet people. Go for walks. Go for, go look at ducks. There's loads of ducklings out now, and the cygnets are are hatching. And this is nature's time to shine, man. Nature is healing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's we are lucky. Like we are lucky that we are getting easing of restrictions now when the weather is getting much better, and mm. we're going to go into the summer where restrictions will be lifted more and more and we'll get more and more freedom and the weather will be nice so we can actually go outside and enjoy ourselves we can you know at the time you know at the time when beer gardens and stuff open and other outdoor activities that are closed now you know we actually will be able to enjoy them because it's actually going to be decent enough weather so that's unreal it'll be nice there there is a summer ahead of us and i can't wait so all that covid news brilliant stuff we're on track everyone Keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. Happy feckin' days. This is the part where we talk about the slightly heavier stuff, but the stuff that you just have to be aware of, this sort of mental health crisis that is going on in Ireland right now, to really think about these things, to make yourself aware of your mental state and how it is, and to keep checking in on yourself and improve it over the next couple of months. In particular, me and Andrew want to talk about the huge effect the pandemic has had on how we rely on what is known as our digital lives. You know, you have your physical life, which was very normal when there was no pandemic. You'd go out and you'd see your postman and you'd have a chat with them and your neighbours and your community and everything. And that was a large part of your life. But the digital side now has really taken over where all of our social interaction is now pretty much online, other than maybe the people that we're living with. But some people who are socially isolated, their entire social outlet is online you know so the amount of time we invest in our digital lives has increased massively during the pandemic and whether it's because we're actually stuck in a lockdown and our movement's been legally restricted or even when restrictions are more laxed 
people can still be afraid of getting COVID, so they isolate themselves more. Either way, we basically end up spending more time on devices in search of either distraction or a sense of connectedness in the midst of all this chaos in the world right Mm -hmm. now. But here's the thing, right? Technology, in particular social media, it has been amazing. Like, it's been such a helpful medium for us to connect. Think of being able to actually keep in contact with your friends and family. I keep connected with people who are even not in the same country or across the Atlantic Mm -hmm. Ocean. I can still keep connected with them. And maybe they're isolated over there. I'm isolated over here. We can still talk to each other. It's amazing. We're very lucky to have that. And it's also extremely entertaining. You know, we flick through Instagram and TikTok and we're getting entertained as well. And we're laughing at memes and we're sending them around to our friends. Like that is the youngest generations now, their way of communicating. So it's amazing. Social media and and technology and everything gives us a sense of kind of community. Like a lot of people join things like Facebook groups and they follow certain people on, on Instagram or TikTok because they relate massively with them. And they feel a sense of community when they're in a chat or they're watching a Twitch stream. There's a thousand other people there and they're all having a chat whilst this person is doing their thing. It creates that sense of community that people don't have in their physical lives right now, right? Before social media and the internet was a thing, like it must have been really difficult when there was, for instance, you know, there's been pandemics in the past and there's been things where people have had to do curfews and stuff during the world wars and things like this. Think about how how isolated they must have been well at least we have the the chance of connecting with someone online do you know what i mean and really it's actually chances are it'll be more than one person it might be a lot of people you know so that is really good and it is also needed to be mentioned that look social media can also be unhealthy in high doses and this is not just a social media thing this is a human thing that we can compare ourselves to others And we can kind of come up with standards that are unattainable. If we're looking at Instagram and these kind of airbrushed pictures of people with no blemishes and you're like, how can I ever attain that level of beauty? Like these things can be unhealthy and it's just really important to understand that. So don't be afraid of any of that. It's just be aware of them and it will allow you to do social media in general more healthily we also need to be aware of the fact that as things reopen we'll find it really difficult to get back out there and reconnect with our physical lives without feeling serious social anxiety so this is really important to be aware of and we'll need to look at uh, look out for ourselves and our close ones make sure that anyone who does feel these things can talk out openly or get the necessary help that they need whether it's counseling or whether it's therapy And we talked about that about two weeks ago. I mean, Andrew did about, you know, that government will need to come up with a kind of action plan to to help people who are coming back into this very bustling world again. And you're like, oh, my God, there's too many people. What what the hell do I do? You know, so what we can start doing is, is is first of all, being aware of how much time we spend on devices and deciding what is a healthy amount of time to spend on them while still being able to meet people in the real world and try and be present when you're out and about and at least some of the time. It doesn't need to be all the time. When the heck are we always aware of everything going on in our bodies? You know, we're usually in our heads. But like the key thing here is just to have active moments of I'm here. 
this is what's going on. I am present. Uh, where you're, you recognize yourself being a bit mindful and enjoy just enjoying that moment, even if it is only one moment, you know, every few days. Like the more you try and be aware of what is actually going on around you in your physical life, that will help you massively. Can you think of times where you use devices a bit too much and were there times where you maybe improved that? I, I think the use of devices acts a little bit like a it's like a painkiller on an open wound. You know, it, it doesn't you stop feeling the loss of socializing. You stop feeling it so much because you have this connection to people mm-hmm. using technology a lot. And I, I feel what happens to a lot of people like I'm I'm particularly introverted. And I think that I. I get away with it. You know, I think I get away with it because I can keep in contact with a few people, very few people. And then since I can keep in contact through devices to do that, I I don't feel the pain of not having socializing, having the ability to socialize so much. And I think that's definitely come to the forefront during the pandemic where like I I literally I would have been the kind of person who would have been like, uh, I I don't I, I genuinely don't need people. I, I don't. Yeah. That's why I, I used to think and now I'm kind of freaking out on the other end and I'm like, oh, my God, I need people. Yeah. Like I have a relationship with the man behind the deli because we, we chat and I love that. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> you know? and it, it's this kind of thing of like getting better at it is at the moment almost impossible. Like Aiden, when was the last time we saw each other in person? Yeah, it's been probably like two years. Three years, maybe. That's, I'd say more. Yeah, yeah. like three years. It's like been we, so long. we, like just because of the magic of editing, it sounds like we're right next to each other recording yeah. these podcasts. But we, we haven't actually sat down with each other and had a drink. And but like our, our relationship is very technological, and that's, mm. it's great to have. But man, like, I'd love to have a pint and hug to, it out. Yeah, you we know? need to do that, and we're going to do <laughs> we that. We need to do that. You yeah, know? and every and everyone does like so. Devices and social media are are amazing, but being there with someone physically is even better. And we're going to get more and more of that. There's a ratio there. There's a balance between your digital mm-hmm. life and your personal life, and to try and tip it a bit towards your physical life over the next couple of months, and that's it. Just before I let you all leave and go about your delightful days. Uh, <laughs> next week, I'm talking to uh, Ronan Glynn at the meeting. So do make sure you put any questions for him into the Instagram. I can ask him questions. And I I think a lot of people have a, a lot of emotions around Enfet, uh, no doubt, given mm-hmm. that um, they're seen as the, the round table in the high castle above the village, you know, <laughs> where the lightning strikes. And, yeah, we're you like, know. how do they come up with these things? Like, you know, they're just yeah, like exactly. magicians who come up with numbers. Like, So, yeah, so this would be a particularly good week to put in any questions so I could, you know, badger him and ask him. But that's it. I hope everyone has a really delightful week. And uh, try to get away from your device for a little bit. Uh, if if you want a gateway, just don't bring it when you go to the toilet and see what happens in your head <laughs> and be observant of that. And you'll realize thoughts going through pill. your head. That's that's a gateway to mindfulness because you're just stuck there sitting with your own thoughts, observing them. 
and that is the essence of mindfulness. That is my hot take on how to get into mindfulness. Spread the good. Well done, everyone. Spread that good. This is the end of the podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time. If you're feeling generous and you're not completely skinned, why don't you give us some of your money? Join our Patreon. Join our Patreon. Join our Patreon. Join our Patreon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.